Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Welcome to Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis, where we share stories of challenge, success, and inspiration, along with practical tips and strategies to move you forward to your success. And now, here is your host, Sally A. Curtis. Good evening, good morning, and good day to you all, and welcome to another episode of Success Secrets Exposed. I'm very, very excited to be sharing with you today because I have a very, very special and dear friend and very special guest for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about amplifying your authority and the different ways in which you can do just that. So for those that are actually new to the show, let me give you a little bit of a backstory of who I am and what I do. So I'm a content repurposing whiz and I work with authors who speak and I help them leverage their existing content into new profits, effectively creating for them a library of reusable brand assets. For example, we turn their books into two years worth of social media posts. And what that does is that actually helps them be more consistent and helps them leverage their existing content and helps to amplify their visibility, their credibility and their profitability. But today, as I said, we're going to talk to you about amplifying your authority. And I have a very, very special guest, Divya, who's also a very dear friend and she is an absolute expert in this authority space. So let me tell you why she is so. She's a 10 times, that's right, 10 times number one best-selling author. She's a business growth strategist, a motivational speaker. She partners with high-achieving business owners, those experts that are really on the rise, plus Fortune 500 and Fortune 50 leaders, those that are ready to play full out and experience that real joy of really impacting others and as a result expanding their reach, the businesses that they work in and the revenue for their company and the success for themselves. Divya and her team have helped 165 authors become number one bestsellers also and helped them garner six-figure opportunities. 
Divi is committed to helping people move through the transformational journey of becoming influential leaders for life. As a thought leader herself, she is a regular contributor and a prominent in prominent publications like Forbes magazine, Entrepreneur, CEO World magazine, Addicted to Success and International Coaching News. And she's also been a radio personality and a host for the past five years across multiple platforms. So please, with a very, very warm welcome, please help me welcome to the show, Divya. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show, Sally. It's an honor. You're very welcome. I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to finally share you with uh, a little bit more even of you with my community. So thank you very much for joining me. I really, really appreciate it. Wow. Such a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, can I ask, I'd love to do, I know I've done a bit of an intro, but can we do a bit of a deep dive into the backstory of um, authority and your publishing? Um, clearly you love to write and it's a gift because you do it so effortlessly and I, I look at people that do that and go, oh, my God, how do they do that? Because writing's not something that's as easy for me. But you really have helped people m make that process that can feel complex become quite easy. So obviously there's some energy genius elements in there. So tell us a bit more about the backstory of that. Absolutely. So it begins when I was a child. I used to love reading books because it would open up all these new places. I'd be sitting up in that. <laughs> I had a couple of favorite trees in our backyard and I'd just kind of climb <laughs> and read books. And at the same time, you know, my imagination would take flight and I would, I used to write poems and short stories. And of course, anybody who visited our house had to suffer through those. So <laughs> anybody who's listening, folks, I apologize for having you put you through that. And then fast forward, I kind of lost touch with it, although I still always enjoyed reading books. You know, books has been like one of my favorite things to go to. So that piece mm -hmm. didn't escape from my life. So as I transitioned from the corporate into becoming a coach, so while I was doing that, I had done a lot of uh, leadership uh, volunteer work and somebody must have recommended me to one of the indie publishers and indie publishers reached out to me and said that, oh, you know, we are doing this book with uh, multiple authors and... The don't remember exactly, but profits or proceeds kind of are going to go to children. And of course, you know, that definitely touched my heart. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, it's a one chapter. I can write it. I can mm. share my story. <laughs> I cannot tell you that was one of the hardest things I had to do. I would sit there, I'd sit in front of the computer, I'd freeze. I'd mm. try a recorder. I'd freeze. I would take a notebook because I researched like, okay, go, you know, I'm Googling things. Okay. What can you do to write with ease? And I was stuck. Mm. So she'd keep on reaching out to me. Very, very generous of heart. And I'd say, oh, just give me a few more days. Just give me a few, few more days. But that fear 
just took root in me. And then she said, you know what? I really appreciate you partaking in this. I cannot hold back any of the other authors because of you. And that's when mm. that light bulb went on that here I am. I'm writing because I want to help people. And guess what I'm doing here? I'm holding people up. Mm. So sometimes we can get so wrapped up in our fears and saboteurs that we don't even see it. We are not even aware of it. We are in this mm -hmm. place of judgment. So basically, that was the beginning of the book. I ate a lot of humble pies made of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I did get through it, clenching my teeth. And I finished it, submitted it. It did get published. It became number one best-selling book, so which was so thrilling. Mm. That said, from there on, coming from neuroscience background and having the research background and science and all that, I'm like, I'm going to figure this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> and like open up the lion's mouth and like, you know, grab those teeth. I'm not going to be <laughs> scared of that. I mean, of course, I was still very scared. Yeah. Then as I started doing it and getting into it, facing my fears, I started writing books and then it became easy. Like I was spitting mm. books out quite quickly and like people started asking me questions. Oh, how are you doing? And I was sitting down one day with my coach and he goes, how are you writing those books so fast? Mm. I'm like, oh, this is how I write. And he goes, okay, just stop here. I'm like, okay. And he <laughs> said, that you got a process. Yeah. And what's interesting about your process is that you're customizing to every book that you're writing. So uh -huh. then, yeah, yep. then the rest was history. So even though there was a structure, yet there was freedom. And that's where, like, you know, I often say that mm. within the structure lies the freedom. Mm. So then people started asking. And after that, I was taken for a ride by a couple of indie publishers, paid thousands of dollars and then boom they're gone and everything and I decided like you know authors put a piece of their heart and soul out there especially mm. if you're writing something about your short story or even if you're sharing your experiences I said mm. I'm going to again I said like okay let's find a solution for that and mm. I went ahead build my own team and that started the journey and we have helped so many authors and it's so beautiful so beautiful to help people share their story and make a difference. Mm, mm. And, and as you say, have make a difference through having that voice and simply mm -hmm. share, sharing the elements from within their, their heart. I love, and I know we've talked about um, that you had a process. I hadn't heard you talk about the um, process with the freedom in it because, as you know, I'm, I have become systemized and people comment and talk, say, you know, you're so organized, you're so systemized, but that wasn't my life previously. I've learned this to me is a learned um, skill. Um, and as much as I like structure, I'm a big one of the biggest rebels out there as well. So I, you know, I like the racetrack, but I want to be able to go, you know, you know, bend the rules and all those sorts of things. So I really love that phrase of, you know, the, within the structure lies the freedom. So can you elaborate and give us perhaps an example on that maybe of a of a, of a client of how 
that structure is, uh, has helped them uh, find the freedom. I don't know if that's possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, look at one of the examples in the context of authority building, since yeah. we are talking about Amplify Your Authority. So one of my clients, phenomenal, phenomenal person. She had so much experience and mm. a lot to share. And she already had success where she was helping her clients and her clients were seeing results. And yet there was this hesitation and trepidation where that, that the judge, the master saboteur that is in so many, I mean, I think so it's there in most of people. I mean, they're like nine to 10 saboteurs, but like, I'm just going to touch on that one. Oh, you're not enough. You don't deserve it. Mm. You, who are you to write? And all those things were going in her head. Mm. So then what we did was we talk about the structure. So the first step is identifying your values. Super, super important. That what are your values that become the charter of your life? The values that guide you to take actions and where you don't even have to think just like as if you're sitting in a car. You don't think like, oh, yeah, let me adjust my rear view mirror. Let me put on the seat belt. Let me have my hands, whatever the new style of driving is now. And then let me put the car in reverse or put it in gear or whatever. Like, you know, if you have stick shift and then go, no, it becomes automated. Yeah, automatic, yeah. So we identify mm-hmm. values. And given the time we have, I'm just going to touch upon a couple of things. Mm-hmm. So with values, like her, her biggest thing was she wanted to make a difference. Mm-hmm. She wanted to help as many people as she could. I said, all right. So now let's mm-hmm. take that and see how is that aligning with your thoughts and with your actions, with your behaviors, and beliefs and that just became the charter she had like making an impact was one of her topmost values and that drove her so that allowed her to shift her focus yeah from me to we like think think about it when you flip that m in me Mm. it becomes we it's simple Mm. Mm. So she was, she started writing for the other people. She started seeing herself through their eyes and mm. what she had. It was her responsibility to share her expertise because people would benefit from that. Mm. Mm. And when that window opened, then of course, you know, the light came in, the fresh air came in and we experienced transformation together. And it mm. was such a joyful moment to see her just come into her own. Mm. This beautiful bird taking that flight, opening that window and just flying out, mm. soaring with her wings spread. Mm. So that's one of the simple things that, okay, you know, like, okay, we are going to have values guide you, but it's going to be different for everyone. There's yes. that freedom. Yeah. Mm. We do not put that, you know, you got to follow one, two, three. These are the three steps that will make you. So mm-hmm. we have a strong foundation where people can come and adapt, where people can mm-hmm. come and grow and come into their own. Then mm-hmm. one of the other structures is that we have a narrative. So we have different structures for different types of people. 
then we have got different structures for how do you put your story out, depending on what their model is. Mm-hmm. So, for example, let's say somebody is providing a solution for a problem. Let's say, you know, how to, how to know or how to make sound decisions. So then mm-hmm. that becomes a how-to book. Yep. So Makes there sense. is a structure there. Like, how do you write a how-to book? But mm-hmm. again, there is that freedom. The freedom mm-hmm. is there that, okay, there's so, we offer multiple types of frameworks for mm-hmm. people to write their stories or we write their stories for them. Mm-hmm. And so these are, these are just, I'm going to touch upon just these couple of things that how within the framework and within that structure, you can still have the freedom. Yeah, that makes beautiful sense. Thank you. Mm, mm. And isn't it interesting when, and you've talked about the the um, the different frameworks and understanding through understanding your values, then understanding what it is, what what the how version of what you're going to bring to life is going to be. Is it that how to book and those sorts of things, and then having a structure as to the ways in which that gets mapped out as well. Um, I can really, I can, I can f- feel that ease within the structure and I'm not instantly wanting to rebel against the, the framework. So I'm actually <laughs> leaning into the frameworks as opposed to sort of going, oh, I don't, you know, I'm happy to do step one and two, but I'm not doing step three, uh, which is what happens uh, when things are not resonance with you and you, you haven't got through those first values steps and that you haven't sort of really leaned or aligned into it. If there's any form of resistance, we sort of pull back more as opposed to leaning in, but you're really creating a, an opportunity for people to lean in to, to take that flight. Absolutely. You got it. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Beautifully said. <laughs> Thank you. Um, can may I ask another question? Because obviously, with um, book, there's the, there's the difference with uh, book writing, and you've also done a lot of thought leadership work as it relates to publications. So there's obviously, I would imagine, a difference between writing a book and writing an article. First, can we perhaps see? Can you ex- express what that might be, and then just tell us some um, some tips around the difference for publishing for magazines, etc. Absolutely. So think about it, folks. At the key, at the heart of every piece you create, whether you're creating video content, whether you're creating, doing a Facebook Live, whether you're doing a post, whether you're doing an article, whether you're writing a book, whether you're getting on TV show, you're getting on a podcast, mm-hmm. at the core of it is your audience. Who are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. And now you may say, oh, you know what? My audience is women. And now you get on a men's podcast show and say like, oh, you know, <laughs> talking about women it's totally yeah. not going to resonate yeah so the the first thing is so there are some commonalities between articles or blogs and books and then there are some differences so commonalities mm-hmm. knowing who you're writing for and then second commonalities what's the purpose mm-hmm. so for example let's say you're educating you can talk I'm not going to go through the all the entire stages of a buyer's journey. Mm. Are you educating them? Are you engaging them? Are you putting out a call to action? Are you following up? Are you creating a touch point? I mean, there's so many different stages mm. that 
Now, that's also important. Now, here's where the differences between, one of the ma major differences between an article and a book. So in an mm -hmm. article, depending on what your purpose is, it's going to be completely different. Now, mm -hmm. versus in book, you can have all the pieces. You can mm -hmm. begin with educating, then you can give them the engagement, then you can give them the value, then you can even create call to action. Mm. So, and if you try to do all of that in an article, you can, but then now you're going in multiple directions. directions. So usually one of the key, like, you know, this is again, of course, and I'm not saying this is for everyone I'm sharing from my experience as to what has worked for me is that if I have multiple mm -hmm. ideas in an article and even in a book, like, so for example, if I'm saying that I've got a cookbook, mm. recipes for vegans, mm -hmm. and now I'm adding recipes for nice chicken wings, it doesn't sit well. Work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to resonate. Like people are going to be, what? What the heck yeah. is she writing? Similarly, in article like now you are going about and mixing two to three different ideas so for example let's say you're writing an article about why is authority positioning necessary mm. and now in that if I start right so I'm saying like okay why is it necessary I'm giving the pointers and then I put in oh how to write a book in there it, mm. it doesn't make any sense because mm. like the person who's reading based on the title I don't want to write a book why the heck mm. are you talking about a book? So mm. there are some elements of similarities and there's some elements of difference, but the key difference is that in article, you gotta be very, very focused. Mm. Whereas in book, you have that liberty to take that to take a point and expand on it. Yeah. Whereas an article, you gotta be very concise, drive home the point and now you may say, like, is it harder to write an article or is it harder to write a book? <laughs> Can I ask I'll you say that? It's, it's harder for both. So an yeah. article, it's easier because you take, like, one or two points in comparison to book. Like, okay, you know what? I want to write about, I'm going to go back, like, article, why authority positioning is necessary. So maybe, like, you know, you can have a hook that, hey, have you, you can start out with a comment or a question that mm. have you had one of your clients look you up mm. or one of your prospects look you up and kind of or have your clients have have one of your clients asked you questions mm. like oh what is it that you do how do I know that your product is like you know you are the brand or you are the person that I need to work with and they're questioning you they're not satisfied with mm. you being the trusted authority. So you can start something like that and then kind of move into what authority positioning is and then gently kind of move into why is it necessary? Yeah. And you can have like, you know, three to four bullet points. That's again the middle. You make your conclusion and you can still have like a call to action there also. And you're done. Now versus in book, even though you're writing on one subject, let's say if you're writing, and I actually I'm writing a book on authority positioning, it's in works. Mm. I just cannot write like, hey, why authority positioning is necessary. 
you've mm. got to include like, you know, things that are relevant. Again, yeah. going back to who is my audience and what is it going to do it do for them? Mm-hmm. And once that is done, that's where like you may be thinking, oh, authority positioning. Yeah. You know what? In that authority positioning, I could talk about like how videos are so good. So now mm-hmm. it's super easy to go off mm-hmm. on a tangent to stray from the main idea. And that's what it can make super difficult. Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? It's It certainly does because um, being one for tangents um, and uh, so I tend to um, unpack ideas and over unpack to that my process and this is just in general um, is to over unpack and then refine so I over unpack to find the real gold and then refine it around that gold Um, so my the tangents that I go off on is where uh, I have found overwhelmed before, um, but that n- now with a little bit of um, structure and that freedom, which is why I sort of that sort of resonated with me. It's <laughs> it's it's bring it's been bringing it back. You know, here's here's the focus. Yes, I've unpacked all of this, but they're the th- three key elements that needs to that is relevant to what the audience is want uh, wanting. Um, the phrase I use all the time when talking to clients is, you know, we want to create. Uh, content or repurpose content as it is that's going to give the audience forward movement without us um, so with that that focus of being able to touch on those touch points that's um, is where the the gold comes out but it's that you know it's bringing back and refining the the tangents uh, and you have the opportunity to expand on more tangents in a book, whereas in an article it needs to be much, much more concise. And as you said, to to the point, etc. there as well. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So with your experience, extensive experience with working with uh, thought leaders um, and people that are actually um, sort of self-employed as well as in that corporate environment, across both uh, publishing for books and uh, publishing for uh, articles and helping them uh, build that authority side of things, what would you say are the three main significant I'm going to say tips, but also outcomes that people can achieve by doing it, having their um, and amplifying their authority. Mm. So let's uh, talk about the biggest elephant in the room is that there there is, if you go for groceries, let's Mm. say you go pick up bread, you go pick up eggs, you pick up milk. How does that differentiate you? You can be a coach, you can be a thought leader, you can be a healer, you can be a consultant, you can be business strategist. What is it that differentiates you? Mm. It's the recipe. And that's mm. what one of my clients actually called me. She said, you're that recipe that makes uh, my chocolate chip cookies from the yeah. general stuff. So... 
that's what that book and writing those pieces or getting on podcasts does for you. And these are all good marketing mediums. There's no one or one right or wrong. Mm. Like whatever fits your needs. And mm. that's where again I kind of come back and say that, like, you know, it's like we personalize and customize. Mm. Not everything is right for everyone. Mm. And so first is differentiation. Mm. It absolutely makes you stand out. And that you're not the run of the mill bread, butter, and milk. Mm. You're that chocolate chip cookie. And yeah. even in that, that soft voice. <laughs> Then second thing that happens is that I want to go back to stats. I love mm. stats. Mm -hmm. Several studies have been coming out since 2018, 2019, even before pandemic. Mm. And then even more so after pandemic is that trust is at the mm. lowest between consumers and brands. Wow. So if it is at the lowest and trust is something that you got to deposit in a bank before you can make a withdrawal. <laughs> Great analogy. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So now, fine, like, you know, you have had a conversation on Facebook or email with your, now you're sitting on a discovery call with your prospect. They've gone, Googled you, there's not much. I mean, you know, you may have gotten on multiple things, but if you don't have authority assets, mm. If you don't have the social proof, they're quite skeptical. Mm, mm. Versus, let's say, if you have a book. Now that person, they're checking you out. They're okay. They go check out the description of the book. Mm. And again, it depends on how it's written. It's not just how the book is written, but how what your description is of the book, mm. what your, how your bio is there. They're like, yeah, you know what? Before I talk to her, I'm okay spending that few dollars close to a price of a cup of a coffee mm. on a Kindle version. Let me just check out. Yeah. Bam. You're describing exactly what I do when I'm researching people. Yes. yes. So then they are just kind of checking you out that like, oh yeah. Then mm. they're already privy to your expertise. They've spent time with you and you don't, you have deposited that money before cashing it out. Mm. So they come to you and especially I'll tell you, like most of my clients come from my readers. They've read me. They have almost like checked me out, tested me because book, book showcases. I mean, there's no way you can hide there. Mm. It's got the, the book is such a medium that if you if it's not a well-written book, people will know just yeah. like a bad movie, right? Like, People don't know like whether the movies are good or not, but like some movies, like they're hit, some movies are not. Yeah. So that's the second thing that you're depositing trust. Third is that you get the longest shelf life of your marketing. It is for the rest of your life. You can take it and like, you know, rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat. It may be a loss leader in the beginning that said, if one book could even bring you three clients mm. at even 
let's say 5K a piece, you have more than used up your investment than what you put it in there. And depending, like, you know, investment can, of course, books can be very investment, uh, deep investment in it. And, like, maybe not. It depends on, again, what type of book you're writing. So these are just three of the things. And I could, of course, kind of go on, like, books could be the portal to the rest of your business. You could have a TEDx talk from it. You could do the speaking engagements from it. You could do the course you could create courses, you could create masterminds, you could have licensing, you could be monetizing your content yeah. for your coaching and consulting contracts, franchising. I could go on and on. This list, list goes on. And I think that comes back to the very uh, first point of where understanding your values comes into play, but then also working out what the purpose of, of it is, because when you know both of those, you then know what are uh, all of the possibility points. I talk about it, you know, uh, the entrepreneur's journeys like this when we have uh, possibility points along the way, but the possibility points become um, become opportunity points when we know why and we're able to decipher which one of those opportunities is the right one for us. You know, do I license? Do I franchise? Is the book leading into the the program? Having a bit of an that that framework first will actually help you decide what are the next things, what are the next brand assets or authority assets, as you said, that you can bring into build your business. Because yes, you've got your book and you're building your authority for right now. But what's the long term? What's the next evolution? Because as humans, how many times are we evolving? I mean, we all, we're we're those onion skins where we you know what we were. <laughs> last year um, is different to what we are this year and we're constantly growing and as we do that we see and as you would see so many thought leaders then lean in really really lean into that legacy piece you know really deciding what their ongoing impact is so having those that foundation around the values and having that adaptability to continue to grow and evolve helps you work out what the um, brand assets and the authority assets could be for you as you move forward. And obviously that can change yeah. too. And and yeah. there is like one right big example right here with you, Sally. Like, you know, you have a book and then you create two years worth of uh, social mm. media content format. So like how powerful is that? So there's, there's that another example. Mm. And as you said, when I'm, yeah, thank you. In saying that, when I sit down with a client, the first question I ask is, you know, what, uh, what is, what's the plan? What, what are you wanting to do? What's the purpose of what we need to create for you? What are you selling into? In other words, what's their future vision? So I can mirror image that in the content that we create from them, from their inner genius. So um, that uh, clarity of purpose and you know, knowing who you serve certainly helps. Uh, everybody along the way that's going to support your journey collectively really help to amplify your authority uh, alongside you and with you, which is something you do very, very well. Um, I have another question, um, and this probably ties into that collectiveness that we've talked, uh, that we're sort of just starting to touch on. And you've got this most beautiful phrase um, that is, and I hope I'm going to get this right, individually we are a drop of water but together we are an ocean. Yes, it's. Uh, I gotta give the credit to Rana Suko. Not sure if I'm pronouncing the name correctly or not, but that is like one of my go-to quotes in my daily life. Mm. And for example, like you know, one of my values 
is collaboration, not competition. Mm-hmm. And what it means is that, so for example, just now we are doing some interviews for hiring folks on our lead generation team and sales team. Mm. And, and I tell them like, listen, here's the thing. When you come into our company, you're coming into a family where we have each other's back, where we are doing everything. So uh, just to kind of give an example, like, you know, I was talking to a gentleman yesterday, very powerful gentleman, and he had such great questions. And I showed him like, you know, what we do ahead of time so that he or she can become successful. Mm. He's like, really? You're putting all of that stuff into place? I'm like, yes, because if you're not successful, I'm not successful. Mm. And together, if you're not serving our clients, if the client is not successful, we are not successful because you can only take like, you know, money. That's a Mm. short term game that you are thinking that, oh, Mm. yeah, let me make money and then go. No, it's about playing the long game. Think about it. When Mm. we talk about ocean, it's about the ecosystem. Mm. Ocean keeps on nurturing, right? Ocean is an ecosystem that is recycling where everybody depends on each other and they sustain. Mm. So anytime you want to like grow your business and sustain your success, you got to have that family. You got to have that collective And even just think about it, like, you know, you can be putting a drop of water, you fill up your bucket, you fill up your tub. It doesn't have as much power as an ocean. I love ocean. And ocean not only sustains, but it's like, what a powerful, like, I'm always in awe of ocean. It creates that awe. It transcends you from Mm. ordinary to extraordinary. Yeah, brilliant. And I think, um, as you said, with that family, and I am working with, uh, as as we both work with thought leaders and those sorts of things, and as we see them transform, as we're transforming and continuing ourselves, we actually see, and I remember my own journey was, you know, going out on my own, staying out on my own because of feeling a little bit of that competition, even though I'm naturally collaborative, but I, you know, you sort of start by giving too much away and being too supportive of other people. And then you, then you realize that you've got to, you know, put a bit, few more boundaries back, uh, back up. So you sit a little bit and then you come back in to the collaboration. Then you find somebody like yourself um, and you discover what collective really means and collaboration really means and how everybody's lifting everybody up it's, um, on that ocean. Um, and I think that's one of the important messages um, around amplifying your authority is there is lots of opportunities. As you've said, there's lots of asset opportunities, podcasts, books, articles, um Facebook lives and all those sorts of things but sometimes you're not going to be the expert in all things but you can give all things a go but you can align with people that can really help you uh, do certain things better I actually wrote down a question which popped uh, just before you came on which was what can and this I'll say it as an I but actually I'll say it as a we what can we do that you can't do that could help you in your business today hmm and I think that's a powerful question to be asking of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, as the collective community mm-hmm. around the globe, and I don't necessarily just mean you or I, but who are, who's the collection around you 
that could help you in your business today do something that you can't do. Mm, that is really powerful. And that, again, brings the point of collective. So yeah. I want to give like a very beautiful story in that. So one of my neighbors, she wants to remain anonymous. She's my Shiro. She told me that, did you know monarch butterflies? And this is off the cuff, and folks, you'll realize where I'm drawing the connection. Monarch butterflies are getting extinct. And she is raising them. So I've seen her go through all the different steps. Just so powerful. And from like tiny little eggs on milkweeds mm-hmm. to the caterpillars coming out, caterpillars shedding their skin and then building that chrysalis. Mm. So if chrysalis is not hanging straight because they need gravity for the mm-hmm. butterfly. Oh gosh, I can cannot tell you like I'm seeing the butterflies at every stage and it's so mm-hmm. amazing i've i've mm-hmm. I've, <laughs> I've had the fortune and joy i'm so grateful for it to even release the butterflies mm-hmm. and see the chrysalis like you know changing color and how it becomes clear and how mm-hmm. the butterflies pop out of it so then what she did was right today in front of my eyes she took a chrysalis which was like this on one of the leaves took it and hung the chrysalis with a little tiny green, you know, eco-friendly rope. Mm. So we need help. Like when you're talking about how can we do that, see who's the expert Mm. in the industry. Mm. And you need a little push. Not everybody can do everything on their own. So for example, I'm a really big example. I'm great at pulling people's genius out mm. and giving them the voice. But the rest of the stuff, I couldn't do it without my team. We have come together. Mm. And at, we have come together as a collective. And similarly, as if you're thinking of amplifying your authority, mm. think about it. Like, you know, if you are going to do something like a new venture or if you are going to do a collaborative project with 10 other people, Now, they could be in your industry. They could be in another industry. Now, you're Mm. all coming together and sharing Mm. each other's content or sharing things about each other. You have amplified it 10 times. Mm. So that's the power of collective. And to your point is that what can you do so that others can help? So Mm. that's the key is that find where you play to your strength. And wherever is not your strength, connect with other people who play to their strengths. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Couldn't couldn't agree with you more. And as you were explaining um, that scenario, I, I just went into, yes, like you, I can extract somebody's inner genius out of the content that they've written, but I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not bad at design, but I've got some ex- exceptional designers and I've got some exceptional people that find that, you know, the right imagery or the right photos that we use. But that's their genius and I rely on them to be able to bring forward what we do as well. And that's, they're just little examples of how people um, collectively can make significant impacts on other people. Absolutely. So, it happens in nature, right? Like if that caterpillar did not get that help, 
she said that I didn't realize it and she lost three of her caterpillars, but she didn't know that they had to be a pride. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's so interesting. And one of the things I love when it comes with the butterflies when they're actually coming out, which has always been a lesson for me, and I'm glad you actually brought butterflies up today, was that sitting where they just dry when they're out, they just uh, they just dry their wings because they can't fly until their wings are dry. So they actually have to uh, pause before they fly. And I think that pause that pause point is, you know, part of the purpose and the, the values that you spoke at, mm-hmm. at the very, very beginning. So just as we start to close out, um, Divi and I just want to also share with you that we are working collabor- collaboratively together, mm-hmm. as you've probably gathered, and we work very closely together and speak often anyway. But we're going to be bringing to, um, to our audiences and to our community an opportunity where we are going to share with you some strategies and really help to amplify and elevate your authority so we're going to call it the elevate and amplify project so you'll be able to find more on that um, as we move forward do you want to share a little bit about that um divya because you've been doing um similar things to what we're doing together a little bit longer than i have um do you have any insights or things you want to share around that yeah absolutely so folks here's what it is um it's about shining the spotlight on people who are making a difference. Yeah. Who are those butterflies who have gone through that process? Because for me, there's nothing like overnight success. Mm-hmm. And you may think there's an overnight success by because like, you know, something comes to fruition, but just kind of think about it. Then when that butterfly comes out, it's like in that 10 seconds. That chrysalis Mm -hmm. opens up when it's just right timing and you're like, oh, wow. But we are not seeing the whole process behind it. So there's a journey. So the whole idea is like, you know, we connect with people who have gone through that journey, who have that passion about helping others and making a difference and driving that impact. Mm -hmm. So we bring them together and help. Put a spotlight on them. Mm. And, and this way, not only they're making a difference, not only they're becoming role models for other people who are looking to become who they are, mm. but also we are amplifying their authority. We are giving them the stage where they mm. can shine the light and share their stories for others because know that somebody's transformational story can become a survival guide for somebody else. Yeah, so beautifully said. Mm. Mm. And also on top of that too, with with the, the opportunity to bring our networks together and to bring your networks into that into that fold as well, there's certainly the significant opportunity to find um, even the the key players within your collective. Um, so it's certainly an invitation to come along uh, on that journey with us and experience some more. Um, so in closing, Divya, uh, as we really close out, and I knew we'd get uh, to the end very, very quickly with lots of exciting and enthusiasm, can you just recap uh, just those three, the three key tips you have for helping to amplify your authority? Absolutely. First of all, find your recipe, folks, so that mm-hmm. way you can differentiate yourself and stand out. You have the experience. You may think like, oh, I don't have the expertise, but know that if you have life experience, you have expertise. Mm. So make sure that you stand out. And second, do something for other people, provide value. So you're depositing mm. 
the money before you cash it out. And then third thing is that use your values and make it your responsibility to share your voice. Because if you don't share your voice, then you may be preventing somebody else reaching their pinnacle Mm. as how you have reached your pinnacle. Beautiful. Thank you. And in closing, some of the th- uh, little tips that I've picked out, uh, picked up from it is I absolutely love that the freedom lies within the structure. Um, that's really, um, really highlighted for me, that we do adapt and grow, grow and evolve continually and uh, the collective does the same. So think how much more the collective we could do together um, and certainly building um, on that trust bank and uh, creating some of those uh, authority assets and increasing your social proof, uh, which is part of what the network and the collective will actually help you do as well. Sorry, did you go ahead? Absolutely. And just one very quick thing. And folks, if you have liked what we have shared here today and want to join us in a journey of collective where we will be shining the spotlight on select few Mm. on people who deserve that do reach out to your beloved show host sally curtis Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, as as Divya said, you can contact me through LinkedIn, um, as you know, and you can also find me on the YouTube channel for the replay of these episodes as well. Best place to find me is www.sallyacurtis.biz, B-I-Z, and we will look for, and there it is up on the screen. Thank you very much, Joanne. Um, so thank you very much for joining us for another episode of Success Secrets Exposed. I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon, but if we can just do another awesome thank you energetic and uh, uh, clapping for uh, who's joined us and is part of our collective and my collective so super excited to have been able to share her with you today thank you very very much and i look forward to seeing next time on another episode of success secrets exposed take care for now bye thank you sally bye-bye That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I trust that you got some inspirational tips to move you forward. You can find this episode along with many more on your favorite streaming platform, such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and more. See you next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time for more success secrets exposed with Sally A. Curtis. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.